on first becoming a mother. I was still surfacing layer by layer from a deep sleep but the fear was already kicking in like a disc jockey at his console ramping up the volume on the new number with one hand while sliding it down on the old one with the other another human life was so much responsibility and a tiny frail helpless human life at that she couldn't hold her head up yet or focus her eyes or control her limbs what made me believe i could fulfill the role of caregiver for such a totally dependent scrap i had no experience no training no knowledge except what i'd read from books in the last few months hardly a solid basis on which one should be given charge of another living being yet everyone i'd spoken to assured me i'd figure it out this was just starting trouble they told me natural fear upon first motherhood did they mean i was expected to go through this whole tension filled business again and take on a second life while this one still needed me how could i manage two when i wasn't even sure of one people must be mad but the very thought of a second one had chased every last vestige of restfulness from my body I was fully awake now and taut as a coiled spring from head to toe. My eyes were squeezed shut, hanging desperately onto the silence and unready yet to face the endlessly demanding creature. For such a tiny thing, she could set up a massive racket. I'd almost fallen apart the first time I'd witnessed it. It created a spiral of urgency, terror and inadequacy in me. And I was suddenly all thumbs. I knew it was either an input issue or an output issue. Babies tend to have only those two. I've learnt very quickly, but I didn't trust my bumbling adult-sized hands to handle the delicate wave. Just thinking of that was making me panic. I took a few deep breaths, trying to rationalize my pounding heartbeat. I was surprised I hadn't woken up the sleeping child. It was certainly loud enough to be heard down the hospital corridor. I opened my eyes and cautiously reached for my specs on the unit next to my bed. I peered short-sightedly at the crib and almost screamed. It looked empty. My hands scrabbled for the glasses and I flung them onto my nose and looked again and a wail flew out of my gaping mouth. It was empty. I slapped myself hard and stopped the wail mid-scream. I pulled off my specs and rubbed my eyes. This was a nightmare. I wasn't awake, I told myself. Someone had not just stolen my newborn baby, not even 2 days old yet, proving me to be as completely and impossibly incompetent as I feared I was. This was not happening. But the crib was still empty. No baby, only some rumpled bedclothes. My insides felt like mush as I tried to figure what to do, but I just couldn't think. no mother no female relatives at hand to comfort or to guide how was i to explain this to guru and his family and our friends no one just loses babies 
Everyone called him Guru because he always had answers to everything. But I think even his legendary cool would abandon him if his wife told him she had somehow lost a two-day-old baby from its crib as she slept on blissfully unaware. I lunged for the nurse's bell and rang it about a dozen times. But I couldn't just sit there and wait for her arrival. I got up, intending to rush out and meet her on the way. But the tidal wave of panic had released whatever bit of control I had on my own body and the moment I rose to my feet, I knew I had to go to the loo first. I was hiccuping and crying and hyperventilating. How could such a thing happen? It was only a short nap. Was I expected never to sleep again for the rest of my life? Or at least till she was 18? That's assuming you even get her back, you useless apology of a mother. My stomach was cramping and the pain was radiating to every part of my body and mind. My feet were actually quivering on the pink tiled floor. I shouted, Nurse! Sister! Every few seconds through the door, but a bit hopelessly, they were not known to be too responsive. I was angry and frantic and despairing and scared and a hundred other things, all at the same time. Sister! I washed up and came out checked the crib, still empty, and tore out of the room. I ran like a demented creature towards the nurse's station, yelling, Sister! Sister! It wasn't visiting hours yet, so there was no one around, but doors had started opening, and people were looking out to see who this mad creature was, shrieking like a human siren passing along the empty corridors. My eyes slowly began to focus as the crazed dash drained the blood from my head. And I thought I saw Guru. I wasn't sure. The big window at the end of the corridor was behind him and it was just a silhouette. But it looked like a Guru-shaped silhouette. I almost collapsed with both terror and relief. He knew what to do. He always knew. I stopped in my tracks and permitted the terrified tears I'd been trying to choke back to come rolling out unheeded. Guru was rushing towards me. I could hear him calling, What's the matter, love? But did I have the wit to reply? I was bawling madly. What a scene! Every door was full. People were staring. But I was beyond consolation. What did all this matter when I'd let my baby be stolen from beside me as I slept? I felt myself enveloped in Guru's arm. He pulled me to his chest and made crooning sounds. With just one arm? He couldn't spare both arms to console me in such an extremity? As that thought struck me, another thing struck me too. A baby was crying, right there, in my ear. My eyes flew open and instantly I saw why Guru didn't have two arms to hug me. His other arm was occupied holding our baby. She was safe. She wasn't stolen or at least not by some unknown person. I struggled out of his grip. I slapped Guru hard on his cheek, grabbed the little screaming bundle from him and marched off purposefully towards my room. People disappeared from their doorways as I progressed. Must have been terrified I'd lash out at them too. I'd seen the shock on Guru's face. He must have wondered where the hell that came from. But he deserved it. The idiot must have thought he'd let me sleep a bit longer. 
He was too damn comfortable with babies coming from his large joint family and I was too damn scared of them. Well, not anymore. From now on, I was taking charge. I'd have some peacemaking to do with Guru, but for the moment, I had my hands full. I had to check this noisemaker and figure out whether it was an input problem or an output one or both. Bah! Babies were simple. I'd have this one sorted in minutes.